1: Josh Gabalic, he's travelling with the Bulldogs. Uh, morning, Josh. I'll ask you these three questions from a Bulldogs uh, point of view. It might lean into our discussion. Uh, if you're a Dogs fan, what should you be excited about? What should you be worried about? And what should you be unsure about?
0: Good morning, Jules. Good morning from Portsea. you really slumming it this morning. Good way oh, to start yeah. Tuesday morning. A little bit under They're about to uh, go through one of those water activities in the cold Shelly Beach. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. But First point, I mean, if I'm a Bulldog supporter right now, I'd be really excited by the fact that Bailey Smith is back in the main mm-hmm. group for the first time this year. This was just a mild concern. I mean, he hadn't trained across January. He reported a fair bit of soreness oh. when he returned. I mean, I think he smashed himself during the break. As we know, Bailey Smith is a manic trainer, and I think he did a fair bit of work and just came back a little bit sore. So they were always managing him really carefully, but good to see him back in training for the first time yesterday. That was out. In Ryan, I don't want to go down the injury path, but it is this time of year where you're wondering about yes. who is going to be available in round one, and Adam Trelaw is the is the concern right now for the dogs. I mean, he's the main injury concern and, and hasn't trained yet all pre-season. He had ankle surgery back in September last year. He had a niggle all, all the second half of last year, and they addressed that. There was a the belief that he'd be back to full training after Christmas, but it's just it's just lingered, and we're nearly in February, and just continues to be a concern every time they up his load. He still has a bit of pain. So they're confident that with 45, 46 days between now and round one, he will be there against Melbourne. But the fact that he hasn't trained yet with the main group is a concern. So I just want to keep your eye on between now and round one. Whether we see him in that practice match against North Melbourne in early March, I wouldn't be betting on it right now. So he would be a major concern. What was the third
1: question? What would you be unsure about if you're a Bulldogs fan? Doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be negative. It can be a lot of lot of coming off our text machine, the temper text, saying, I'm unsure how, how the tools all fit in.
0: Well, this is this is a great question, I think, around the Bulldogs at the moment. I think probably down the, in the back line, I mean, I think they've probably got five options in terms of the key posts down back, and I can't see them playing more than three, and who knows where Sam Darcy will end up in his career, but he's trained as a defender across the preseason. I think he'll start the year there. He's, he's looked really good. He he had a little setback pre-Christmas, but he's trained really strongly against uh, across January. The other one, obviously, is Liam Jones, who returns from from 12 months out of the game. It's taken him a little bit of time to build his conditioning, but but I think he's probably a lock in the in their in their back six. Ryan Gardner, I mean, he came from being a bit of a whipping boy last year to finishing seventh in the best and fairest, and and he looks like someone that will start in the best 22. What does it mean for Alex Keith? I mean, he's out of favour last year and has really had a massive pre-season. He went to Birmingham for his wedding and trained with Aston Villa for a a couple of days and and he's in great condition as well. Him and Ryan Gardner have some minor setbacks at the moment but they'll return to the main group. And then there's Josh Bruce, Jules, who's a fascinating one. He's going to speak to the media today so I think we'll hear from him in the next couple of hours just around that positional change. I mean, if we think back to the start of his career, he started as a key defender at GWS. He was traded to St Kilda as a key defender. He's become a a gun key forward, but coming off the ACL, it just didn't quite work last year with Rory Lobb coming in. I think he, he, he read the tea leaves a little bit, and it was part of his idea and part of Luke Beveridge's idea to trial as a defender heading into the off-season. He's trained there all summer, so I'm interested to see how he goes in the practice matches and the match sim across Feb, because I don't know if he can play all five in the same 23. I don't, you definitely can't play all five, but whether he can fit three or four in, time will tell.
1: Yeah, as as a caller said yesterday, it's the first time in a long time the Bulldogs have had a problem with how to fit all their tools into the side. I'm talking to Josh Gablitch from rfl.com.au with the Dogs down in Portsea on a pre-season cap. So just this makeup of the midfield. It's been a strength. We've talked about the depth of the Bulldogs' midfield, but uh, Lockie Hunter basically for the last four or five years has been a lock out on the wing, and Josh Dunkley's been a lock as an inside mid. So how do they go about replacing those two players?
0: Well, this is the big question, Jules, and this is the beauty about going down to training at this time of year. You get to see some of the ideas that they're, co- that they're looking at, and Luke Beveridge has never been one to, to spin the magnets, and he's he's tried a few things across the past month. I mean, Cody Waitman is a player that I think they'll look to get inside a little bit. I think he'll, he'll, he'll pinch it across this season. I, I think it's... He's someone that that brings a fair bit of speed, which is, if you look at the the demographic of their midfield, they probably don't have a lot of speed. So he's one that they'll they'll look to play a bit more midfield this year. Caleb Daniels, another one, All-Australian, small defender, of course. He's got a little bit of a niggle at the moment, but he's spent a fair bit of match time playing in the middle. So I think we'll see him play inside a little bit more this year. I mean, it just depends on on how some of their, their backs come along, because I think If if Trelaw has his body and gets his body right, they'll they'll use him a bit more through the middle as well. And then on the outside, I think one to keep an eye on Jules, we'll get a better indication during that simulation and and the practice match against North next month. But Oscar Baker, I mean, he's someone they signed as an SSP at the start of this window back in December. They identified him as soon as Melbourne delisted him. Sam Powell's been a fan for some time. And when you think that Melbourne went and got another wingman, it'd be interesting to see if... But Wingman A just delisted players from the team in round one. I think he's in, in calculation at this stage. It is only the end of January. We need to see a bit more across February in and, and some match practice form. But he hasn't put a foot wrong since he turned up at the start of December. Definitely mounting a case for an early season spot. And I can see him playing a, a lot of senior football, which is, which is remarkable when you think he was delisted by a contender at the end of last year. So just one to keep an eye on heading into the practice matches.
1: Yeah, it's interesting with Luke Beveridge, he's not afraid to, to throw things around, probably more than any other coach. It, it, it's interesting that he put Caleb Daniel more in the middle. I mean, he's been such success as a halfback, such a, a creative player for them there at halfback. Does that surprise you that he, he, he'll move into the midfield more?
0: I think it's a real sign of the growth of Ed Richards last year. I mean, he became such a good player for them, finished really high in their best and fairest and and played a lot of football. So I think they see him playing uh, with more confidence and responsibility this year. I don't think Caleb Daniel will make a permanent move to the midfield, but I I just think they do have a lot of options down back in terms of Taylor Dre. Bailey Dale is an All-Australian. Of course, we can't forget about him. And they've recruited a a kid called Harvey Gallagher, who's also showing quite a bit and, and could play and make a debut in the early part of the season. So they do have a lot of options down back. It is the midfield that's causing them a little bit of grief heading into round one. And I think that's what happens when you lose Josh Dunkley. And they were so disappointed to lose him. They had a belief that they would, they would retain him all the way up until deadline day when that deal went through. So they're still working out ways to replace him, but I think they've got plenty of options down back so they can afford to play, Caleb Daniel through the middle a bit more this year.
1: And just finally, uh, leadership at the Dogs. So many changes across uh, captains. We know Marcus Bontempelli will be the captain. Any changes in leadership?
0: No expectation here with with in terms of captaincy. Marcus Bontempelli, you'd imagine, would go around again. They'll, they'll work this out in the next couple of weeks. Jack McCrae was vice-captain, and I believe he'll, he'll stay in that. They had five in their leadership group last year, Jules. They only had two the year previous with with Mitch Wallace part of that behind Marcus Bontempelli. I think they're going to look at at having five again and just getting a bit of stability through their leadership. I don't think the two-man leadership group worked back in 2021. So to have five... I mean, Taylor Dre is part of that. I don't know if he's definitely in their best 22 anymore, but he's proven to be a winner at the Western Bulldogs, and he's definitely a leader. So I, I think he is someone that will probably remain. Caleb Daniels in that group. Aaron Norton's in that group. I can't imagine those two players being squeezed out of the leadership group. But we'll, we'll find out a little bit more. But a bit of a boring one on the leadership front of this group, which is, is probably a positive for the Bulldogs.
1: Absolutely. Look forward to hearing from uh, Josh Bruce uh, later today. Josh, as always, uh, thank for your, thanks for your time. I'm sure you're looking very dapper uh, down there in Portsea. I look forward to chatting again soon.
0: Pleasure, Jules. Chat soon.